Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends! We are almost done with this beautiful letter to the believers at Thessalonica. We've got probably today and tomorrow left as we are finishing up chapter 3. And Paul's going to tackle another reason why he wrote this letter. Another concern that came up. After all the encouragement in the first letter, now he's tackling these these tough issues that, to be honest, are issues that many believers today still struggle with. The struggle of the question of death. Wondering, you know, what's going to happen. Wondering if Jesus came already. These very legitimate questions that Paul addressed. And now he's going to address this question of idleness. Of not, not doing anything. Not working hard every day. And... I think the cool thing that we see in scripture is just this concept of balance of both and instead of either or that I think, especially in today's culture, our minds tend to go to. This world is so divisive that it feels like you have to pick one or the other. And on so many issues, You have to go all the way one side or all the way to the other. But so often in the Bible, we see that God is a God of both ands and we are called to live a life of balance, both and two different things. So let's dive in today. We are in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6, and I'm reading from the ESV. Paul writes, Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. And that seems harsh at first. Stay away from those people who are idle, who aren't doing anything. But you recognize that that can be a negative consequence of negative behavior. And that's okay. It's okay to set a boundary and say, listen, you're not going to take advantage of me. You're not going to distract me because you yourself are not working. And we'll get a little bit more insight into that as we keep going here. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us. Because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor, we worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. And so Paul now is saying, you saw our example. Speaking of him, Silas and Timothy, those who are writing this letter, he's saying, we we weren't a burden. We worked every day. So we weren't a burden on you. We paid for each meal that we had. We paid for our food. We, We paid for our own way. And he goes on, it was not because we do not have that right, meaning that the Bible is clear that, that it's okay for people doing God's work to be supported by others. It's okay for that to happen. So he's saying it's not that we didn't have the right for you guys to support us, to give us meals, all of these things, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. So Paul, Silas, Timothy, they went above and beyond. 
they worked and they worked beyond the ministry that they were doing in order to be an example, an example of of workers, an example of people who are called and who wake up every day and make the choice to work for God's glory. We keep going on. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. And what are busy bodies? They're people who just go around getting in other people's business. They're nosy. They're meddlesome. They're drama full. (laughs) Sometimes they're honestly distracting. And so when they're saying, listen, avoid those people, it is meant to be a negative consequence and also a protective boundary, protecting yourself from getting taken advantage of, protecting yourself from distraction, protecting yourself from gossip and these harmful things that can pop in and cause division. These people who are, rather than focusing on productive things in life, they're focusing on the unproductive. And so even if they know Jesus, are they really living that out in the best way? No. And in that circumstance, a consequence and a boundary, that's a healthy response to an unhealthy behavior. Paul continues, Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. So he is now giving them this encouragement, this exhortation. What they should do is to turn away from this idleness of not doing anything, of just being a distraction, and instead actually work. Go do something productive. Do their work quietly, right? Not being a busybody in everyone's business, causing drama, stirring up strife, stirring up discussions that don't need to be had, but do your work quietly and earn your own living. And so here we see one side of the balance, that work is 100% called for and encouraged in the Bible. God wants us to be productive. God wants us to work. We look back to the garden. Before the fall, work was God's plan. God made Adam to work, to care for the earth, to take dominion over it, the animals, the plants. Work is what we're designed for, but we're also both and designed for rest. God rested, right? We think of creation on the seventh day he rested. He called us to have a Sabbath rest, one day a week where our focus was not on all the things on our to-do list, but on the Lord and on resting in him and trusting in him that he would provide and he would take care of everything. And so, yes, Paul is encouraging these people, don't be busybodies. Be busy at work. Work for the Lord. Be active. Be proactive. Be doing things that are productive, that are glorifying the Lord, that are using your gifts that he gave you, that is using your time wisely, that is stewarding your resources wisely, and both and make time for rest. And so I just wanted to use this to remind you all that the Bible is full of both ands. It's full of things that we as believers can balance in the Lord. And it's all from the Lord and it is all for the Lord. So as you're going through the next week or the rest of this week and into next week, how do you want to cultivate this balance? How do you want to to work intentionally for God? with that eternal perspective, 
looking forward to what is coming, looking at your mission here and now, your calling here and now, God's purpose on your life uniquely, but also his purpose that you point to him and share the gospel. How do you want your work to point to God? And how do you want to balance that work with intentional rest. And I don't just mean scrolling for an hour because you didn't realize you lost track of time. I mean intentional rest, doing something that fills you up, that replenishes you, that restores you. So take some time, pray about those questions, think about them, journal about them if you want to. How can you work for the Lord this week? And how can you balance work with intentional rest? And I'll see you tomorrow morning.